All right. Um, <laughs> that was uh, that was Mo Bamba uh, by Sheck West, uh, which is um, there is no deeper meaning to Mo Bamba by Sheck West. It is exactly what it is. <laughs> but it gets the people going. <laughs> it's a total fucking banger. <laughs> he played this twice uh, at his show at the festival and both times the place went off. The rest of the, the concert, I don't know, the, we, were, we were sitting in the beer gardens at this point, sitting on the grass and so was pretty much everybody else. As soon as this song hit, everybody in the beer gardens, everybody in the field, instantly up. Kind of thing. Yeah, it, to have that kind of a power uh, is insane. Of course, you're going to play it a second time at your show, and then you're going to, you know, special guest on some other guy's stage like 30 minutes later and play it for a third time in about 35 minutes. We, we were so fortunate to get to hear this like not once or twice, but three times, and every time it went off, and people knew it was the third time. A song like Mobamba, which is a ridiculous song, um, but but an incredible song. I, I love Mobamba, and there's certainly like, um, you know, this type of rap song. Um, there seems to be now, you know, one of these every summer. And I think, you know, this year's uh, Roddy Rich's of the Box would be this year's, uh, you know, uh, Mobamba. But um, you know, it, they're you know these guys kind of come out of nowhere with these, you know, one time super special songs and they can't really recreate the magic, but they are magical songs. And I, I want to, before I move on, just talk a little, just talk briefly about the inspiration for, um, for uh, Mo Bamba, uh, the basketball player, Mo Bamba, um, who uh, has a career average of 5.8 points, uh, five rebounds and point a assists. Um, so I, what I'm trying to say is I think this song was by far, you know, Mo Bamba, the basketball player's biggest achievement too. Um, you know. <laughs> Anyways, it is, an, it is a total banger and it gets the people going every time. All right. Final song here um, is, uh, is uh, everybody backstreets back. Um, do you want to, do you want to intro this one or do you want me to do it? Uh, you can do it. I feel like you've probably got something queued up. Yeah, I got, I got thought. I obviously okay, I have a lot of thoughts on this song. I think you do too. Um, I think we need to set the stage on this and, and this is taking us back to that high school golden age, uh, you know, which we were kind of at, uh, maybe eight songs ago. And, yeah. um, and I, before we even get into that, I think, um, I think we'll, I think we will discuss the theme of this podcast here a little more, uh, a little more directly here uh, as we kind of go through this particular song, but to set the scene um, somewhere around like grade 11 or 12, I think it was grade 11. You know, we had our rap music phase, a rapping phase. But we also had a dancing phase. Um, a lot of, we, we, we decided we were going to make dances and we made a lot of dances uh, I was thinking, trying to think of a bunch of them, but I was thinking like everybody dance now Saturday night with the iconic K Saturday night. So, yeah. Um, and then, um, raise a little I, hell, raise a little hell. <laughs> I of the tiger, uh, you know, and then of course just the classics, just the classics. And, and then of course there is, um, everybody, which I think is our best dance we ever came up with. It's, you know, um, 
I think the dance is uh, outgrown the moment. It's known by many, many people now. Um, you know, I dare say it should be, it should replace the Backstreet Boys official dance as the dance for this song. Um, but, you know, so we, we created this dance for that. And then, um, and then Kyle Hogrid had, uh, actually, I should say, uh, there was a, a younger guy at our school named James. And James created an unsanctioned talent show. Um, didn't tell him the administration. Um, I don't know how many people he told him. It might have only been us. But there was enough acts in it. But anyways, we, so for that, um, Kyle Hogger put together a remix of everybody combined with Toxic Britney Spears. And we had a great dance for Toxic, too. Again, an iconic dance for Toxic. And uh, we performed it in the talent show. And, and then we performed it at our graduation. And then we performed it at every party we ever had. And then we performed every wedding we ever had. And it still gets performed routinely to this day. Uh, and, and it's, um, you know, it, it is, um, if there's ever anything, you know, if that song ever comes on within earshot uh, of any of us, you can only, you know, you know what's going to happen. As the, the arms will raise. <laughs> and you know it's probably a good thing that our dance phase didn't last longer <laughs> otherwise could you imagine how much time that would chew up at wedding or not chew up it'd be fantastic but uh like yeah it, it, they'd have to move djs would have to start standing at four in the morning if we needed to get all our dances out of the way it could already be a struggle um you know but i think um so i think now would be the time to speak a little more pointedly to the theme which i'm sure everyone's put together by now but do you want to go ahead and and kind of discuss it a little bit uh sure so yeah i think it's been um been fairly obvious or i guess to me because i made it but it uh it's songs that i've shared kind of a memorable moment in time with members of uh mantown and yeah i think they uh it still bring me lots of joy because it, it kind of it's floating in the back of your mind whenever you hear any of them are are kind of these these little fun stories that uh, that we all got to share. And so Mantown is um, the what we've affectionately dubbed our, our group of friends, and and that group goes back to the to the time when this you know with when OMC and how bizarre was on the radio. Um, you know, like you said, grade like what like so your spring when do you start at Springbank? Uh, I came right before grade five. Right. And that's and, about the time that song was hitting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. Uh, the, that group, you know, which starts in, you know, which, you know, I think has its vestiges. Yeah, so, really, so when did you, when did you come? Well, so I was going to say that I think the vestiges of the Madtown start like pre-school. Like I think John and Jeff and Andrew, uh, you know, John and, John and Andrew certainly like predate school. Yeah. Um, and, and I join up, I come to Spring Bank in grade nine, um, you know, and then, you know, and that same group of friends with, you know, a number of key additions, but, you know, that's still that core, um, you know, persists to these days or to, to today as, um, you know, as just a, a very close knit group of friends, uh, many of whom have been on, on this podcast, some of whom have been on this podcast already. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's been fun just kind of going through this. And for each song you've picked, you know, I have experience with you and other people from that group and you have, you know, the similar thing. And it's just been really fun to kind of relive um, what have been some of the happiest, uh, you know, moments of my life, uh, you know, over the course of this last couple hours here. Yeah, yeah. I think 
you know, it's a little bit of an ode to the the dedicated listeners of the playlist podcast, I think. No, I do think so. And I think, um, you know, we're talking about the dances themselves and I would say, um, you know, we should probably stand up for this one. I think we should. And I will say it's an iconic dance for an iconic group of friends. <laughs>